This is a Federal News Network podcast. That was the week that was. It's over. Let it go. That was the week that was. It started. A decade before Saturday Night Live, a comedy show called That Was the Week That Was poked fun at politics and culture. Well, on Capitol Hill, they had a week that was. With a recap and what to expect, WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. And first of all, Mitchell, tell us about the sign you saw on Capitol Hill, which kind of summed up their attitude these days. Well, it's a feeling that everybody has around here, and it's really funny. It actually just said, this week has been quite a year. (laughs) Well put. In fact, I was talking to somebody. We had gone to a wedding about three or four months ago, the last gathering before everything hit. It seemed like a thousand years ago that this poor couple got married. Exactly. Anyway, uh, some of the law enforcement legislation under consideration includes federal and not just local police. That's right. What we're going to be looking at this week is how this will proceed in the Senate. The Senate Judiciary Committee, headed by Senator Lindsey Graham, is going to be taking a look at a lot of the proposals that have been prepared by Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina, who's been appointed basically by Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to get the Republicans' proposals together. The House Judiciary uh, Republicans are also preparing their plans. And then, of course, the House Democrats had already put their sweeping proposal a while back. So all All of these things now moving forward, we'll see where it all settles. But among the proposals related to federal officials is one related to uh, legislation that was actually originally proposed by D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton and Virginia uh, Congressman Don Beyer, which requires that federal law enforcement officers have body cameras as well as dashboard cameras. And this bill had kind of languished a while. Obviously, all of the events of the last several weeks have really pushed things forward. So it looks like that's going to be in, that is included in the Democrats legislation. We'll have to see where the areas of agreement are with Republicans and Democrats. Unlike on some of the other issues in the past, like with gun control, there does seem to be a meeting of the minds on several of the issues that both sides are talking about. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy last week signaled that he is OK with some of the proposals in the Democratic legislation. So unlike in other situations where you had, for example, during the coronavirus legislation where Democrats in the House just decided to pass this massive bill and the Republicans said they'd have nothing to do with it. It now does look like they are trying to forge some areas of agreement. It's just a matter of what they're actually going to do in terms of are they going to pass a huge House bill and then try to get all the things together related to the House Republicans and the Democrats before it goes to the Senate? Or are they going to try to bring some of these things together as it moves forward? Is there any administration take on yes or no with respect to the federal police having cameras and so on? Well, right now, there's a lot of wait and see, frankly, among the lawmakers, including Republicans, who have really been trying to get more signals from the White House. The White House has indicated that it's going to come out with these various executive orders. But really, there's a a wait for guidance on what President Trump is really going to go along with. Uh, There's been some indication, for example, on various issues like the chokehold, a ban on the chokehold. Kevin McCarthy, uh, the Republican leader in the House, said that he would be not opposed to that. Um, That's kind of a big one, obviously, in light of what happened with George Floyd. And of course, we had the testimony last week from Philonis Floyd, the brother of George Floyd. Very passionate testimony. He actually went up to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and asked her specifically, is this going to get done? And she says she made a pledge to him that it would get done and that the death of his brother, George Floyd, would not be in vain. 
We're speaking with WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. And then the military is coming under a lot of uh, attention. It probably wishes it didn't have. But with respect to the renaming of bases that now have those of Confederate generals, Confederate leaders, it seems like the military is at odds with the White House on this, but more in line with what Capitol Hill seems to want, which is to compel these changes. Yeah, this is one where the Republicans are really stepping up on the Senate side and basically not going along with the president, which is a rare case, as we know these days. Uh, The Senate Armed Services Committee basically in a voice vote saying that they would approve uh, Senator Tim Kaine of Virginia's proposal that would restrict the military from actually being allowed to be put into protest cases, which uh, Senator Kane, I spoke to him, and he was very upset with what happened at Lafayette Square a few weeks ago, indicated that he thought that the military should have nothing to do with what was going on with what he th- said, and many Democrats and some Republicans had said was a very peaceful protest. And then you also have another big decision from the Senate Armed Services Committee, which is related to naming Confederate bases. Uh, many of these bases, of course, have names going many, many years back, but the Armed Services Committee says they want to basically phase in changes for all of these facilities. Uh, It would probably take over three years. There are probably going to be some counter proposals that might even speed that up. But that's going to certainly be at loggerheads with the White House because President Trump has made it very clear he does not want to see any of those bases names changed. And through all of this, we've almost forgotten that there's a pandemic going on. And there was some, at least at least maybe more on the Democratic side than the Republican some tendency to want to do the next bill for coronavirus and pandemic. Where does that all stand? Well, there's been a drumbeat on the Senate floor from Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, who basically every day is going on the floor that he can and urging Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to do something. His target date has been before the 4th of July break for Congress, but it really doesn't look like it's going to happen right now unless something really speeds up. And of course, all of these events related to the racial tensions and the death of George Floyd have really changed the scheduling and the calendar of the Senate. And of course, it was already rocked by everything that happened with the pandemic. So a lot of these things, I was talking with Virginia Senator Mark Warner last week, and he indicated he still thinks there are things that are on track Uh, He's still working on a variety of things related to helping with small businesses. Uh, That's been an area, as we've talked about, where there's been a lot of bipartisan agreement. But it does look like that whole movement toward a major bill related to the pandemic has slowed down quite a bit. I think they are going to try to get something together sometime later this summer. There's been talk at times with House Speaker Pelosi and others. Are you able to maybe take a part of what you proposed, this big bill that the Democrats proposed several weeks ago, but that doesn't seem like it's really happened. There hasn't been a lot of breaking things out. So aside from agreement on the uh, Paycheck Protection Program, they still have a lot of ways to go. Republicans still say, let's wait to see for this money to get into the system and, and whether it's really working or not. Yes, because the favorable-looking employment numbers, they may not be great relative to what they were a year ago, but they sure are better than what they were two months ago. That seems to be blunting maybe some of the momentum for a huge stimulus 
insert. Absolutely. That was a real stunner. I mean, even the president's most ardent supporters were really surprised by those figures. And of course, the president touted those. And I think it surprised a lot of Democrats, too. Uh, Many of them have, of course, been talking a lot about getting state and local funding for all of these governments that are really struggling and and wondering whether they're going to have to lay off uh, people on first responders and that type of thing. But I think you're right. That really did kind of take a pause, as the Republicans have said, for a moment to say, okay, well, what is happening with the reopening of the country now with the economy? Now, on the flip side, as we've seen over the last few days, some of these numbers are trending upward in many of the states that reopened, Florida, Georgia, the North and South Carolina, Texas, uh, many of these states that have reopened uh, for the last several weeks, those numbers have been going up. So we'll have to see how that impacts the dynamic of what's going on here in Congress. And briefly, any major confirmations coming up in the Senate? Right now, they're moving forward on a variety of uh, judicial nominations, as you might imagine. And then, of course, the the big one for the Senate, a lot of them are talking about, is something that's really separate from all these crisis legislative pieces, if you will. And that's the Great Outdoors Act, which they want to get through, which would provide basically the largest amount of money for national parks and for a backlog of maintenance in decades. That's been a big one for Republicans and Democrats, and it's one of those few issues where lawmakers from both sides of the aisle are really in agreement that they want to get that move forward. Mitchell Miller is Capitol Hill correspondent for WTOP. As always, thanks so much. You bet. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. The people who looked through 200 resumes to fill a job also waited 40 minutes for their internet to dial up. You don't wait 40 minutes for your internet to dial up. You use Upwork to quickly hire talent. This is how we work now. 